I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Really? People know me. I'm very happy for you. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. (laughs) Welcome to episode number 25 of That Sounds Fake. I am Tyler. I'm Brian. I'm Robin. And we have with us... Returning champ. Returning champion (laughs) guest of the show. You can just refer to me as champ Champ. in this episode, since... Brian's Brian. True. He's established through 24 episodes. No, my name is also Brian. Uh, thank you guys for having me back. Yep, we have Robin. the Brian's couch over here. Oh, yeah, this is it's our true. first episode together. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to collaborate. Yeah, new vibe here. Yeah. We got the new trio with Brian, guest. Mm-hmm. A little bit of new, a little bit of old. The yeah. fearless yeah. foursome. Yeah. This does feel like, yeah, like drive time radio. Yeah. It, it feels appropriate because the news team has four and there's four. Well, wow. now you, we just I, did I the blow? Lead, I guess. Did I? <laughs> I, I assume it's going to be in the, the episode title. So, for episode twenty-five, that's why we have Brian here. We want to do a little bit of a, a celebration here. Twenty-five is a bit of a milestone, I'd say. Quarter century. Yeah, quarter century, quarter of a way to a hundred. But this week, as you can probably tell from the title, probably I haven't done it yet, but we're going to review the movie Anchorman, the classic aughts comedy film actually is that the aughts yes yeah 2004 okay yeah so before we do that how y'all doing pretty Good. okay go around the room what's right. up with you what's up with me yeah i'm, I'm okay you're I'm okay g- i'm great actually great okay you're stress-free great. stress-free that's good why is that things are easy right now in general well i guess for me that's good. I'm sure things aren't the easiest for everyone. He's taking it easy. It's actually pretty tumultuous times. So yeah, yeah. it say. must be nice. That's good for you. A lot of discontent. But you're this, benefiting from this, Jeff I'm Bezos. just showing people what white privilege is, is like. That's true. You're just showing so, them? This is educational. Really. So they can know what they're missing out on? Something they'll never be able to attain? Yes. Wow. It's a demonstration and how, how nice it could be <laughs> if, you, if you were Brian Schultz. If you were Brian Schultz, white man. Yeah. Successful white man. Successful. That's, that's what you're saying now, mm, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Brian? What's up? I'm good. Uh, trying to think. Everything that's happened to me since the last time I was on. Um, yeah. What was the last one? The Boy Soup, I think? Yeah, Boy Soup. Yeah. 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 Um, I turned 30. Oh, so yeah. You turned 30. I turned 30. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Oh, right. Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. It's Thank you. It's prime podcasting time to, for a man to be... Turning yeah. 30. Yeah, 30s is, that's when everybody <laughs> yeah. just starts a podcast. That's when you stop listening. To yeah. and start I think it. you're required by law. Yeah, I feel like you get some kind of, like, identification in the mail. It's, you know how you get your new license at, like, 21 or something? Yeah. yeah. This, one, this one says, like, podcaster underneath. Like, on the back where it, like, says organ donor, it also <laughs> yeah. says podcaster. Check this box. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good. Um, I don't want to, you know, do too much COVID talk, but I thought I had coronavirus last week. Did or you? I, oh, no. I, I possibly did, but I found out it was because... Uh, in the five months that I wasn't going to the gym, mm-hmm. I forgot how to squat. Uh-oh. And then now that I'm back at the gym, I squatted and I apparently threw my back so much that I gave myself <laughs> diarrhea. So I, I wow. cracked open the diarrhea sack. And yeah, I just, I, don't know, I was laying in bed one night and I just felt I, like, you know, I'm not going to get into graphic detail about that. I, you know, but I decided I was like, you know, um, I had been traveling like a little bit just on my birthday and stuff. And like, you know, I'd been a few places and I was like, I don't feel very well. So I'm like, I'm going to go get this test. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a CVS in Malden that I went to that had drive through testing. So I booked that for the next day, drove through. Um, 
there was a woman two cars ahead of me, not in a car in the drive-through lane, trying to get a COVID test oh, at boy. the window. Just walking up. Yep. And then um, three police uh, cruisers came. Oh, so geez. there were five wow. police officers telling wow. this one woman that she had to go inside the CVS because apparently. I guess that's, it takes that many. Exactly. That's what it takes. But wow. then I got the test. They said it was going to take six to 10 days. And that was like, I could be dead by then. Who yeah. knows what's going to happen? The diarrhea could, could the, riddle yeah. your body yeah. to nothing. <laughs> I'm out. Of, I, I'm out of stuff in my body. It's, yeah, it's all nothing gone. Left. Nothing left. Nothing left. Like yeah. a raisin. Did you have to give a diarrhea stool sample? Through, 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 through the drive through yeah. window? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah the, the lady was like, all right, now sanitize the, the, the drawer. Yes. And then uh, she like pushed it out. Yeah. It's like the plastic thing they put the Burger King in through the drive through for yep. some reason even though they touch your card and put the burger together but they <laughs> shove it to you through that you have to exactly. fill that up with diarrhea <laughs> yeah no it was more it, at this one it was interesting it was a pneumatic tube system like at the uh, bank yeah so i just had wow. to poop in there and then they just it just it. like <laughs> vacuums to the anus yeah. and it just so yeah. that's pretty that's pretty through efficient the tube. yeah right yeah, through it was, the tube it was yeah. good they're doing it right at the nice. cvs in malden but it's confirmed you don't have yeah I, do, I don't have it i have proof that's uh, good yeah the, it good didn't take know. six to ten days well we should probably take a look at that after just to make make sure yeah we'll we'll get the producers on that yeah. you know just to be safe what's up with you robin um i was late today because i was at ocean state job lot i didn't know you went there i did which one you go to Turn of the show uh the one in marlboro next to sabers uh it was interesting it's a weird store oh yeah it is a very strange store i it's one of those stores that gives me bad vibes frankly i don't love it in there you don't love it it's, in ocean state job i like I the you prices at this point in my life, I don't care about deals. I want just not new things, <laughs> which Ocean City Job Lot has new yeah. things. They're just weird off-brand, like, kayak that was shipped from Korea that has, like, a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there are some deals there, but deal is not the vibe I get from, yeah, job, from, uh, from, from a lot store. But it, what's weird about it is it looks super bare bones. Like, you'd be like... There's no aesthetic pleasure I'm getting out of this. It's no. kind of a bummer. So I might, I hope I'm better be getting a good deal. But you really like, it's like decent, but it's not amazing, yeah. right? And then know. when I go to a job lot and I go to one I don't know, like there's one in Waltham that's mm. that's my job lot, and like I know mm -hmm. where to find, like you know, yeah, like the cat food yeah. or like you know, like the artificial grass I go right and stuff. For the cat food, yeah, and artificial grass. <laughs> but I went to one that I did I wasn't familiar with the last time, and it, I felt like I was in like a David Lynch yes. movie. Just everything was off. But everything was also there. I just mm. didn't know where to find it. So I felt yeah. like I was going to turn the corner and see the monster from uh, Mulholland Drive. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, it was it very is, twisted. It is a bit disorienting in there. random aisles that are just yeah. nothing in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It always go, looks ransacked. It does. Yes. And dirty. I like, was in a Big Lots last night that was like that. Yeah, Big Lots is kind of... Big Lots is somewhere between the dollar store and... and Ocean it's State literally Job next Lot. to a Dollar Tree, yeah. in fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. The one thing about Ocean State I do like is they have this is the only place I can find uh, Terrell's Syracuse style chips. I don't know if wow. I've told you guys about these. No, no, I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Next time you're out, it's the only Terrell. place I've ever seen them. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not a thing. Okay, but and I was also trying to do it, research on what Syracuse style is. Yeah, uh -huh. I Syracuse, can never find New York, it. I assume. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because the, the brand is, is from there. So but, this is just made up. Is this like yeah. a lesser bu Buffalo? They were like, well, yeah. Buffalo got that chicken. <laughs> Let's do some chips and put them in Ocean State job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was Syracuse, I'd go with syrup-flavored chips. Cause it's yeah. Syracuse, you yeah. know? Syracuse, yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing is a thing until it's made up, so. That's true. He's a revolutionary, well, really. Yeah. Well, if you get a chance to try the Sy Syracuse-style chips, they are Terrell. pretty good. How would you describe them? Um, Variation on all dressing. Okay. And I know you're, you're a pretty big fan of that. All dressed yeah. is... They're pretty good. I find that good. sometimes when... 
when that shit leans too ketchupy or like bitter, sour, I don't like it as much. It's but kind of a prime rib feel with the all dressed. I feel yeah. like. Speaking of weird fucking chips, Seven Eleven has these hot dog flavored chips that taste exactly like hot dogs, and it's Vegan? really fucked up. Yeah, obviously. Wow. Damn. But I kind of like the sound vibe. of that. They're pretty good. I think I gave you one. You said, "Ew, that's gross. Get away from me." <laughs> mm, I'm definitely curious. That sounds fake. They're pretty good. They're not bad. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you all the audience for coming back for the big two five. You stuck with us on this this tumultuous journey here through thick and thin yeah through thick and thin well let me pop into the meme of the day here so i still wanted to do that even though we're, we're doing a little bit of a different episode so the meme of the day i found here was just it just kind of reached out to me from facebook so i got this weird fed ad you know how like facebook i feel like is not the best with ads they feed you shit that's kind of sometimes based on nothing mm-hmm. like i get these video like ads like you might like this and it's just like a fail comp or like and i think what happens is like maybe i accidentally i look at it long enough just to figure out what the fuck i'm looking at because they also do a good job of making it seem like it was just posted by someone on your feed like it doesn't stand out as an ad and then before i know it i'm watching 30 seconds of like the sickest girl fails girls are so fucking stupid watch them get hurt because they're so (laughs) stupid and like now i get fed those for some reason But this one is from a page called Dinosaur World T-Rex. Nice. <laughs> and it says, this shirt is perfect for you and your loved ones. Buy now or lose forever. So, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's, I'll, I'll read this first. And it says, be a unicornosaurus rex in a field of unicorns. And then this is the graphic for it. It's this. Wow. Okay, that's epic. Exactly. So this is this is that. I'm sure you could hear it. Just from the text there, right? This is like an epic person, like weirdo T-shirt. <laughs> this is one of those. I don't know what this is. So I went to the website, and it's on one of those. I think like Teespring type things where yep. you can like post a T-shirt design, and I think there's basically like no upfront cost. You just make a cut of whatever right. or something That's like right. that. Yep. Yeah. So I think this is on this, but then. It's in some sub store on that website called Mamasaurus Rex, which has. <laughs> Other weird dinosaur shit like this, and then it has a a guinea corn, which is a guinea pig, with the rainbow over it, and just like a bunch of other really like disturbing just fusion animals. Like yeah, that you, that you wouldn't are think all of. The, are all the fusion animals just the animal with a unicorn horn? Seemingly, yes. There's and a couple a, that are just like a cartoon Pegasus pig for some or, reason. Oh. They, they're kind of all over. It's just supposed to be this like cutesy meets like I, I don't know, like nerdy, cutesy, yeah. like weird thing but like i was looking and almost all of the comments are actually from weird like incel dudes for some reason i (laughs) think this skews to some weird furry maybe type of thing and like but definitely like epic guy like epic nerd guy who loves like 3d doritos yeah so Hmm. but the fantasy games maybe yeah but so this overall is disturbing there was like 1500 comments these people were loving it kept tagging their friends saying you gotta get this we gotta get these these are so good I love these, but this one comment really spoke to me. It's from a, from a dude named Jeff, who's this kind of classic, you know, bald guy with a goatee with sunglasses on, taking a really close-up selfie is this picture. And it says, the layers with this statement are deep. Rex is king and unicorns are highly sought after, mostly fictional BDSM tropes. To be the king <laughs> might sound like being the dom, but a healthy DS relationship is all about that power exchange and realizing that the person who can give up the power had it to begin with. So the unicorns are the Rex, and he, she, they are happy to be asked to play, smiley face. Wow. Okay, so, he really... 
He really took Got it in a direction. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that he was, he did he he she they. Yeah, very very, woke. very inclusive. That was woke, yeah. yeah, you know. Yep. This is very fetish positive. But I, I have a feeling on the Mamasaurus Rex sub T-shirt <laughs> store that's basically like yeah, there was one also on there that said like Subasaurus Rex, which Ooh. you you might think we're talking. Oh, is this some Dom sub thing? But then it yeah. says substitute teachers rock. Oh. <laughs> so this is like this is like not trying to appeal to any kind of anything other than like the most like Illinois suburban like weird yeah. mom type like what the fuck am, like you have like a 12 year old nephew you're like what the fuck am i supposed to buy this kid it's like i don't know he likes this like dinosaurs yeah. and shit and it's like okay i'm gonna get him something empowering yeah or just like type in epic t-shirts <laughs> yeah and like for a last minute gift idea and this mm-hmm. pops up and then you buy it but i just i found all of this very disturbing like this type of thing and the fact that like there's this kind of i don't know large amount of people that are interested in this it's, enough it's that there's a, a store following. and yeah, yeah it has 62k likes wow. on this on this one that's ad here way more the stats are the craziest part of that to me for sure like i've seen like failed versions versus this like yeah. you know just people trying to be like get that targeted marketing like you know yes this is this is it's in that weird like auto-generated shirt where it's like my name's rory and i was born yeah in february <laughs> and i'm a welder that and, was a thing for a while <laughs> and my boyfriend yeah. will will shoot up a school if you mess with me <laughs> like exactly. it's, it's this very i don't know what those some of those had to have been like auto-generated i think yeah. so yeah. like so they came up with some algorithm that if that one person is interested in that bizarro thing it just you click and like the cartoon factory song starts playing uh. and all of the machines start printing up the shirt and making the design. But yeah, so this was interesting. I love this whole thing, this kind of subculture of whatever this is. Like, I feel like this is yet to be named. It's a vague thing, but we all know what this is. Right, I can yeah. picture who and would the type wear of that person. I'm picturing, unfortunately, you know, an overweight mom. Like, not like super overweight, but like, Pleasantly plump, driving a minivan. Chewbacca has, mom. Yeah, Chewbacca mom yeah. is this. Yeah. She wears shirts like this all the time, and she sees like this in Target and laughs out loud and says, "This is so amazing! I need to get this," and then buys <laughs> it. So like, spends way too much money on shit like this every single day. Yeah, her. She she she's like yeah like. Her finances are in turmoil yeah, because, oh, because of this. <laughs> anytime something clever yes. she sees, like you know, like she a has to buy it. like a wood etching of the of yeah, like you know, like yeah. a, a a pig with like you know. It says pigtails and it's got, yeah. Beth, did you buy another one of these shirts? Of yeah. course. She's just like yeah. They're literally like their <laughs> yeah. house is getting foreclosed on because she has too many <laughs> yeah. unicorns, unicornosaurus rex t-shirts. Yeah, it's it's a weird episode of hoarders. Yeah, it's fucked up. So that's the meme of the day. Fucked up shit. Those type of people are frightening. Honestly, yeah. I, I I don't know what it is, but it's like I think it's because they they fit into this like they're trying to be. Kind of nerdy. They think they're different. I mean, what this if Facebook shirt... thinks this is you, and that's why they drop the. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I think Facebook can't get a. You, you're on too much doing this deep research. I, I, fe- I, I feel yeah. like yeah. can't get a read on me. exactly. Yeah. It's like what the fuck is this guy into? Yeah. It's reading all these yeah. insane pages that we go to. Yeah, and it's like this is what this. Why is he likes. simultaneously into conspiracy theories about the planters peanuts guy being a Nazi, <laughs> but also like macaroni and cheese? Yeah, and Jordan's furniture. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so. Moving on, this week we decided to go in a different direction. We wanted to do a bit of a a retrospective, a review, a revisiting of a classic, absolutely classic Will Ferrell 
joint. Adam mm-hmm. McKay directed mm-hmm. and written, I think, right? Yes, he, he co-wrote it with Will Ferrell. And this I was kind of one his of like the first. I think this big. was his first like big one, right? Adam yeah. McKay, which then, but yeah. So Anchorman, we're we're talking about Anchorman this week. I think. I, I don't really know why I, I chose this one. It f- it feels like the timing is right. It's been when did it come out? Two thousand four. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it's been sixteen years, wow. and this I do feel like this. We're at an age where like this movie hit for us. Like, you, how, how old are you then? I don't know if this movie hit for me. Full disclaimer okay. at the time. Wow. Well, you were a little bit older, which I think is maybe why I would have been nineteen. Yeah. So I think that's that's like maybe a couple years older than it. Because for us, I feel like this was required viewing. Yeah. It was when this movie came mm-hmm. out. It was like, okay, that this is the funniest movie of all time. Yeah, and right. it, it it's launched Will Ferrell and I guess Adam McKay and that world of people into basically making this movie for another fifteen years straight. Yeah, just remaking <laughs> this movie. Yeah. So there was a long while where Will Ferrell was doing just the 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 character yes the same character ultimately and over and over again speaking of which there is an anchorman podcast are you guys aware of this i think i'm aware of this oh, as well. that, that, really? that was that was the thing i was going to focus on actually okay. he, okay. repri- he oh, reprises wow. this character for like various things he, is it is he it? appeared at a, like a los angeles kings game uh, to like do play by play but see, that's why we're, it was a hit that's why we're reviewing this because of that because this movie it, like etched itself in the brain of 14 15 16 year olds 15, 16 years ago. And it became their entire personality. Yes. Their right. whole, like, it's you, you peak think like 40 plus year olds too, though? I think. Any, Maybe. I mean, now 40 plus year olds? Or no, now, back they'd, then. now they'd be like 50, 60. I don't think so. I don't know no. anyone. No. My parents, I don't think I've ever seen Anchorman. Okay. But, but I have, my mom's younger and she still quotes I, But your mom just turned 50, so she would have been in her 30s when this came out. Right. So like, I think that like anywhere from teens to like 30s, I think, yeah. is where this movie kind of hit. Yeah, because it just like, you know, I yeah, I saw it in theaters. I remember like not thinking much of it, but then mm-hmm. like it sort of like became this viral thing where it's just like, you know, like... yeah. When it went to DVD, it just became the thing that, like, you know, we everyone would watch at the sleepover, and yep. it would sort of, like, you know, like, it spiraled out, uh, yeah. out to just become, like, you know, it's not the funniest Wolf Ferrell movie, it's not the funniest McKay movie, not the best Judd Apatow, but it's, like, it's it's the top of the, like, it's the biggest one in the, in the like, it's the comedic most zeitgeist. Ubiquitous. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. It I, wove its way. I well, rewatched it probably like fifteen yeah. times. For the when three it came of out. us, it, it. it came out like our freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. So, which is why I feel like our entire high school and that was like the humor of the time. Exactly. But like, I don't. Where do we want to? Where do we want to start with this? Like, let's just sit, let's just talk about how we think it's held up. Some bits, I I still really like the brick character. The, and all the of bits. it. All of it. I think. I think <laughs> that, the Steve Carell character. Yes, it, that might have been the worst reason, part. Honestly. I love Lamp. Well, not that one because it's so played out. But there were parts where I, I actually laughed. I think because Steve Carell is like legitimately a good actor. I like. I like him as like a person on screen usually. And like, so you forgive how unfunny he is in this movie. I, but the thing is, like, I feel like his presentation is good. But what I realized about this movie is all of the dialogue is horrendously bad the jokes yeah. are not funny like yeah this movie is way yeah. funnier on mute just watching people flail around do funny stuff yeah <laughs> that's where i'm at is like the dialogue the this is the type of movie kind of the unicornosaurus rex person like anchorman is topped like three movies for that oh, person the anchorman is what gave way to yes. all of that because the quips 
and the style of humor yeah. where you're just like blurting out like a funny phrase, yeah. great like Odin's Raven yes. shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Compact, like swearing, yeah. saying That's like shit fuck pisser say. is like what this movie's exactly. all about. Exactly. Like, I, I mean, I can't think of something like before this. I mean, it's, it's in that like, you know, this style of comedy but like mm. yeah this is like the champagne bottle that they crack on the ship yes. when they're when they're sending it off yep. of epic internet like oh, yeah. you know good sir you you you've you've won the internet with this post like yes. i feel like yes. that has all that has its origins in this style of comedy oh, yeah, right for sure this this movie like definitely you can tell it's it's like influences are things like airplane yep. where it's just like this classic like straight farce like this is a style of comedy that doesn't quite exist anymore where it's like the whole like there's not a serious like moment in the movie at all mm -hmm. where like there still mm -hmm. are goofy comedies but they're more rooted Realistic. in reality yeah they're like this is modern slapstick kind of, i mean it's but the whole the movie itself isn't like based on slapstick it's no. based on this goofy fucking dialogue yeah which doesn't hold up at all <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah i don't know i don't the, know where the quotes are ubiquitous i don't so to be honest i don't know if i've ever actually sat down and watched anchorman in full okay until i did for this mm. but i've seen like bits and pieces to where I might have seen the whole movie. You've probably heard a lot of the quotes You've that you hear definitely. like super annoying I, the quotes were crazy. Quote. But it's yeah. like every single the quotes line are everywhere. is, yeah. is something yes. that some loser 60% of the time yes. it works every yes. time. It's just like yes. shit you've seen on Reddit. Yeah, yes. If you're watching yes. a sports newscast like the people just say things yes. and yeah. like reference it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. it, it's just crazy. I think it gets referenced as often to, like it never took a dip. There's people yeah. in yeah. office jobs who you hear shouting these lines every single day. Like right. Yeah. across the planet and well, go ahead I was gonna say like remember Borat was like yeah. some people held on to it and then oh, let yeah. go of it but I feel like Anchorman like people still say it think, never stop for sure because I feel like Borat was considered like this time and place type of thing where like it was like this extreme almost like experiment of a movie where Anchorman, I think to people is like, Oh, that's just one of the best movies of all time. It's the funniest movie ever. Yeah. It's a cultural signifier of I'm a fun, loose guy. Yeah. Check it out. Like yeah. I, like you, you, you catch this reference, you know that I'm like, I'm playful. Yeah. You know? And also, but it's also like to say that and to think that not everyone in any given room would automatically know what you're saying. It wouldn't just roll their eyes and go, man, you're still doing that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's crazy too. But yeah, I guess for me, like the rundown, the my what I noticed, the dialogue is dog shit. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, the 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 one liners and the jokes, I think, are fucking horrendous, and it definitely is something that just doesn't exist anymore. Like, also, Will Ferrell is so exhausting. Everyone else in the yeah. movie is <laughs> way funnier than Will Ferrell. Like, it's weird that, but that's what this type of person who's a fan of this too, they latched onto Will Ferrell, not anything else in the movie. Which there were moments of funniness or like decent characters yeah i got a few yeah but like i also noticed that like the movie almost has a cool vibe like it almost has a boogie nights vibe but then again the dialogue starts going and it's just like so overly stupid and like yeah. goofy that like i don't know it I, is too stupid for the most part yeah it is too stupid but i think my final sentiment like overarching is like i wasn't as annoyed and graded by this as i thought i was gonna be it was actually i was laughing at a few things but you it, laughed at the baxter part yes. where jack black 
kicks him over. I the fucking love that. That's Andy, good. Andy hadn't seen Anchorman, and we watched that, and she was like distraught. And I was just, I, I was, I was just laughing. I was just like, this. I forgot this part happened. Yes. This is hilarious. Yeah. That's for me. I think that's the funniest part of the movie. All of the cameo things, I think, are pretty good. Cameos are good. Vince Vaughn, lots of cameos. Fucking yeah. pretty funny, honestly. You know who? Yeah. yeah my, golden, golden star of the movie go, for me goes to Fred Willard. Rest in peace. Yes. Yes. Just him on the phone with, with his weird with, shitty kid yeah yes. with, with, with like every every part about his son it, yeah. like it, it killed me that's where I got put the, the gun down the, that's where I started hearing like the airplane references like this, mm-hmm. they're doing this recurring bit that I feel like 50 year olds and 60 year olds could appreciate yeah. like yeah. this like recurring super goofy bit that like you don't there's a payoff at the end where you find out it's actually oh his son is nude and waving a katana around or whatever has a gun at school mm-hmm. and the yeah. porn, pornography and then you find out it's a nun yeah, yeah. at the school yeah. it's like it, it's pretty good and he's just like a kind of a funny dude but also he's not playing this insane over the top character that like you can get annoyed with within he's five the minutes man. yeah he's yeah. he's grounding it for sure yeah. but yeah how, what do we think? Let's let's go through the characters. What do we? How do we? Let's rank the main characters from. Do we find them funny? Will Ferrell, Ron Garbage. Burgundy. He, here and there, there were some funny bits. But what parts did you find funny? I'd have to check my notes. Check Obviously, them. nothing terribly memorable. I think nothing Will Ferrell says or how he delivers it is funny. It all sucks really bad. It's just it's the screaming. Same tired old it is. bit. And I think the, now that I'm older, I can't do some, like, guy just screaming the whole time. Yeah. But I remember. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah I, have, I actually have no positive notes about anything okay. funny he said. <laughs> That's the thing is that I have too much history with this movie yeah. to take it a, a, as it is. Like, watching this, I it was like seeing an old friend and it's like, we don't have the same interests anymore. Yeah. But, like, it's good to see you. Like, I, it was hitting all the notes and I was like, this is fun. I remember when I used to love this. For sure, this. yeah. And, and, like, but, yeah, like... Will Ferrell, pretty much humorless for me. Yeah, he was really tough. It sucks. He's the main character, obviously. He's We follow him throughout most of the movie, and he's definitely, I think, the least funny. But beyond that, he's, like, straight up fucking annoying. And, like, that bit... Like I said, I was just... I had a headache. I felt exhausted. I was like, you must... Will Ferrell, you must be fucking exhausted all the time because this is what you have to do now yeah. to keep making that, that fucking money. Just be right. on. Yeah. Also, his body is very strange. He has <laughs> such a weird body. Flabby. <laughs> but it's like, he's not fat. Why do we always end up body shaming? I'm not body shaming. It's just, it's we just, did it with Chris Kattan, too. <laughs> Chris Kattan is a <laughs> fucked up alien. So. Yeah, that, 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 that's beyond body shaming. But this is like, this is born out of Saturday Night Live, right? Adam McKay was a Saturday Night Live guy? He was guy? a Saturday Night Live yeah. guy, but it, it wasn't this a wasn't like, it wasn't yeah, this wasn't no, well, no, I know yeah. that, but I'm just saying like it has roots and like Will Ferrell mm-hmm. was Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And Adam McKay was, he was a writer on Saturday Night Live, That's right? right? So like, it does, but it feels like very much in that vein of movie, like Night at the Roxbury, obviously. Yeah. It's, it's like that. It's like Wayne's World. Yeah. If, we, if Weekend Update wasn't a yeah. thing and there was like a news anchor mm-hmm. bit on Saturday Night Live and like th- that, yes. that would definitely be the be Yeah, for sure. It was clearly like born out of that, but it's also thinking about I don't, just the again the dialogue. It's just crazy to think about like comedy writers who their job is to write jokes and write something <laughs> funny. They're adults who have made it like to the point where they get paid millions of dollars to do this shit, and they come up with like great Odin's Raven and like. I guess it was just of the time. It what? just hit right. Like I, I think don't know. this was like peak. Like that's so random. Like yeah. I'm so fucking random. I guess this was that. Like. I don't know. It's yeah. It's it's weird, but okay. How about uh Paul Steve, Rudd? Paul Rudd. I forgot he was in it. 
until I saw like yeah. the opening scene. I think this may have been one of my earlier experiences with Paul Rudd. This is like how Definitely. I knew him was this weird character, which he doesn't really play this type of character in most of his other movies. He's kind of more of like the the straight man, kind of like supposed to be like the charming kind of normal right. guy for the most yeah, part. Super normal. Yeah. He's pretty okay. Like he's kind of funny. I laughed at the when he was when trying he to distract her oh, and yeah. he's shaking around in his That's underwear. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 does a better job like being that like bombastic like personality than Will Ferrell, I think. Like, yes. It's because none of them it's are less doing in your face. It's less in your face cuz none of them are doing that like like poorly done voice that Will Ferrell does the whole <laughs> ah, time. Yes, right. yeah, yeah, just like yeah, like like this one dimensional thing yes. where it's like yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, we get it. He's a dumbass, you know, misogynist. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the dude that plays Champ's name? I don't. Nobody knows that guy's name. Nobody. Sports anchor. Oh no! I. Oh my god! I know the name, but he's I, on the office. He's in the yeah. office. Todd, Todd Packer. Yeah, plays the same character in the office. Yep. Like literally the exact yeah. same character. What do we think about him? Ah. Uh, I thought he was actually Still he had hit for me. David yeah, Kishner. He, David Kishner. Okay, or I'm not. I might not be pronouncing that right. He he had moments where I'm like funniest funniest character in the movie, but then he has moments where it's like it's just as annoying as Will Ferrell. Yeah, in, like the, the, the the bit dragged on at a point, like like when he's doing the we should get an apartment together yeah. bit. I didn't yeah. think that was yeah. hitting is that, for is, me. Is that the dated like haha he's gay thing? I mean, it's I think it's like hinting at that kind of and whatever. Well, because then at the end, remember it's like he was sued for sexual harassment by Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. So like so that's, I think it is. He's yeah, supposed to be it. the over the top sports guy, but then he's gay, which in two thousand four was that peak humor. Doesn't, doesn't really hold up to nothing. Well. Yeah. Not, none of that stuff holds up. There's like all the sexual harassment. Oh, and, I I like wrote down a ton of yeah. stuff about. About like poor Veronica yeah. Corningstone. Granted, it was like the it was supposed to be like that. They're supposed yeah. to be. It's yeah. supposed to be the seventies as an exaggerated version of how sexist everyone was and how backwards yeah. it was. So like, I give it kind of a pass for a lot of that stuff. But like, there was definitely some jokes that weren't supposed to be of the time jokes. They were supposed to just be funny in two thousand four. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when they when he's like, oh, I'm reaching for this, and they touch her boob. Yeah. By accident, I was like, ooh. That's that. I think in twenty twenty, that's just like shocking to see at all. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah, the joke post, is like post me too. That's not yeah. chill. But <laughs> it, the point they were groping. trying to make was like, yeah, like oh, like this is bad that it's yeah. happening. But yeah. just seeing it is terrible. Yeah, it's for just, sure. Yeah. I, the thing like actually seeing it, like especially being so far removed from that type of humor, is like. A bit shocking. Yeah. She tagged him back, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going right in the nuts. Right in the dick. Right in the nuts. So the dick. That's classic. Tit for tat. Humor. Yeah. Dick. Literally. Literally. Steve Carell. We kind of talked about him. Brick, my sweet brick. Brick, my sweet brick. I, I like it. He might be my least favorite character. It Trying gets, too hard. For it you. gets very old. It very does fast. get old. I don't know. I think maybe. You hit for you. I. You're a brick fan. You're gonna say I love so lamp funny. at work tomorrow. I think I was probably an I love lamp person i'm with robin on this day. one I, I i just I, I loved it yeah it was it was so fun to just i don't know like like i said remember where i was when i thought that this was the funniest thing in the world and just like i don't know seeing steve carell like you know before he's going serious and doing yeah. all the fox catcher and all that mm -hmm. like just seeing him you know really nail this extremely one-dimensional extremely one-note character yeah i had I had, a, I had a lot of fun just remembering the grenade like, the trident the, the, some of it yeah, he, the, the thing is scene. he does it perfectly for like what he yeah. has to do his character yeah. like he does it really well and i think some of it is pretty funny and then some of it does feel like really forced and like Roach. again it's like the i think 
His presentation is good, but the dialogue is so bad. Like some of it is just is so not funny that like he's not yeah. given much. Yeah, and then but even when they're doing the I love lamp thing, it's weird that even in like a comedy movie like this, Will Ferrell needs to do the modern film thing where they explain it to the audience, where he's mm-hmm. like, "Are you just naming things in the room and saying like you could have left that out and the bit would have been right. funnier?" Like yeah. they almost ruin certain bits by some of this shitty fucking dialogue in yep. the movie. That's just not funny. But I don't know. See, so yeah, some some of his shit, especially when he's just like mumbling when he does when he what does he repeat Paul Rudd's thing? Yeah, that that's pretty yeah. good. That's good. That's um, pretty funny. I, I like uh, Brick can't sleep at night. And he's just holding the banana. And he yeah. just like, like laughs at the banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like the, <laughs> yeah. that shit's still good to me. Some so yeah, some good. of his just like really like kooky random shit is good, but some of the, like the one liners are definitely like Ugh. like well, yeah. you're a little I bit think like they are grim. played out. Some I mean, of them. That, I think that is this movie suffers from. Again, we hear people on the street. If you get onto a public bus, you hear someone quoting Anchorman every single time without fail. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just get into any sort of like comment section. Yes. All the, all, there's just a bunch of gifs of, of it and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know, yeah. come on, man. It's very, yeah. He does say the R word. But he, he says it in like a clinical type of way. Though. Yeah. He says yeah. it in, what do we think about putting mayonnaise in the toaster to show how... <laughs> <laughs> The mayonnaise in the toaster was kind of funny. It's pretty okay. I'll so that. that was the one thing you liked. Yes, that was that was what what hit for you. Yes. Yeah, I I would have loved that when when I was thirteen. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> you just seeing that and like, oh, he's putting the fucking mayonnaise. In the toaster. So Are fucking you funny. You do not put mayonnaise in the toaster. <laughs> yeah. Like, just egg in the toaster. I feel like his character is like played too far in in that direction yeah and like the, it's clearly like an actually mentally disabled dude well you want to go too far i watched a couple scenes from anchorman 2 in preparation oh, for this and it's just like oh, yeah no. just they take every everything every complaint we have about this movie where it's mm-hmm. like oh like you know it's like tired and one-dimensional and all these characters have one thing that's funny it's just taken to yep. an extreme yes yeah, I, I was mm. forced to watch it when i was living with ryan and casey in somerville <laughs> wow one one night ryan texted me and said come watch anchorman 2 with us <laughs> i saw the theater i'm pretty sure and we watched it on the couch and it was like an almost like horrifyingly unbearable unbearable experience it was like zoolander 2 which maybe <laughs> that was <laughs> the thing is like those zoolander and anchorman both fucking just stupid ass movies like they're yeah. only fu- they're funny because of maybe nostalgia and just some of the ridiculousness of them but it seems like with these sequels they didn't realize what made them even remotely funny and they yeah. just focused on like I think what they did is they're catering to the losers who just quote the movie oh, yeah. over and over again. So they just use, I don't know. It was also these people like forget how to play their characters after 10 years. Yep. So they're like these, it could be anyone almost <laughs> playing these characters. Like yeah. it doesn't matter that it's Will Ferrell. Yeah. And, well, and, and, and again, the sequel took too long to yeah. make, which is the big problem with it. But yeah. then, yeah. And then you think about it now, he's doing a fucking podcast That's on the same. I listened to an entire episode Did of that you, fucking you, podcast I've, I've, for this thing. I've been morbidly curious, <laughs> but I couldn't bring myself because every time I hear the previews, it's usually in my car when I'm listening to another podcast, like on a network or something, yeah, or, or it, on the radio. I think it it's a radio ad- thing. Yes, it gets advertised on the radio. That's what it is. Yeah. And every time I hear it, my I have to stop myself from just veering <laughs> off the road yeah. and colliding or just like going off a bridge. Well, I tell you what, I went off that bridge and I went off that bridge with Vice President nominee Kamala Harris. <laughs> Because he interviewed her when she was running for president. Actually interviews her? Actually interviews her for 39 minutes. And she is on the podcast. And I don't... It was a chilling experience to listen to. What what is the premise? Like, is it just He's Ron Burgundy, 
and he's interviewing her in straight, character. just straight laced as his as his character. Yeah. And the fucked up thing is that they're not riffing as if he like she knows what Anchorman is. Yeah. Because oh. she, I mean, I don't. She's think, doing like a genuine interview, and he's playing Ron Burgundy. Yes. Who <laughs> on her campaign told her it was a good idea to do a. <laughs> podcast interview with will ferrell pretending to be a character from 15 years ago i think maybe they were like this would be a good way to get the reach the young th- not the young even <laughs> like to reach the 35 year olds or yeah. something I, I don't know i don't know I'm, I, I i have a clip hang on i'm gonna play it for you guys i think the sad thing is like the vast majority of people are just anchorman stands like that is the normal like it's the normal thing to say is Anchorman is the funniest movie of all time. So I guess maybe that's what they're thinking. Let's appeal to the masses with just, this. It's so scary to me. It's just, the whole concept. Is Unfortunately, scary. if you Google Ronald Reagan, let's make America great again. No, no. Donald Trump, let's make America gay again. Why? What <laughs> was America more gay than it is now? America could not be gay enough. I love that. That's my That's slogan. That's a good slogan. Yeah. So. What, what is he even saying? <laughs> yeah, is he botching the quote on purpose just to be funny? What are they talking I, I, about? I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened in that, in that clip. Yeah, I don't it, know either. It's so scary to me because, A, she's like in, I'm sure she hears the word gay and like this like PR force field oh, yeah. goes around her face. She turns like pale as a sheet. She doesn't know yeah. what to do. Mm-hmm. He's trying to riff mm-hmm. and it's not. I don't know what he's trying to do to her, and I don't know, I don't what, know why either. she's there, and it's, it's making me so sad. And <laughs> and I just, I listened to the whole episode, and I didn't know what wow. was going on, and I did it for you guys. Thank you, <laughs> I appreciate that. What, I mean, that maybe that's is every episode an interview episode? He had he's he has guests on certain interviews. He, yeah, he he's done one like baseball players. Uh, Gloria Steinem is on there. Okay, the, the, that's the, weird. Yes, it is weird. <laughs> Sounds awkward. I because I because the thing is is that he's doing a bit. But they're there, like, I don't know if they're interacting with the bit or interacting, like, trying to, like, actually, like, say something, you know, instructive, Meaningful. informative. Because he's, like, I was just going through the episodes. I didn't listen to everything. But, like, he does, like, interviews with, like, you know, like, a brain scientist. Mm. And, like, he's, like, riffing about, like, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I sleep 14 hours a day. Is that normal? And the brain scientist <laughs> is, like... I, I no, not really, and I don't know if like they're supposed to be there, like giving information to like yeah. the audience, or if they're there as like a like a prop. Like it misses the mark into, yeah. on both yeah. sides, like where it's not. If you're a weird anchorman freak, like it's yeah. not enough anchorman, and it's also not enough of a hey, I need to trick myself into actually <laughs> listening to something interesting or informative. Exactly, it's like if I'm going to like instruct people upon my like presidential platform, like last year when mm-hmm. I'm still in the race, I'm not going on. The fucking Ron Burgundy podcast. Yeah. I don't know who that's like. There's no way people listening to the Anchorman podcast are like allowed to vote. So no. I don't know why. <laughs> what, but I think for me, it's just so much more fundamental. The fact that there was enough demand, like people got together in a room. Like someone called Will Ferrell and said, "Podcast Anchorman," and yeah, and like it was like this million dollar idea. And I think it is like one of the top fucking podcasts. That's like, insane. I, to I think me. it's one of the most popular podcasts. Which like. That really makes me, out of everything we've ever talked about on this show, <laughs> makes me want to end my life. Yeah. Because the thing is, is I was, like, looking for, like, you know, funny Facebook comments about the podcast mm-hmm. and stuff. And the thing is, is that it has a huge network. It probably is rated very high on comedy yep. podcasts. But there is no imprint on it in, like, larger culture whatsoever. Yeah. So if people are listening to it, they're not receiving anything. It's going into their ears mm-hmm. and out. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I listen to podcasts. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's like I background put this on. You know, it's noise, like, yeah. yeah, it's traffic. 
I think it's the type of person that just hears the cadence of Ron Burgundy, the character, and just likes that. It's <laughs> like pleasing and funny yep. to them. So they just put it on whenever they need something like that, and it makes Pick them feel okay. Up. Yeah, a little a little pep <laughs> in their step. It made me feel super bad for Will Ferrell. But yeah, it is. He's got enough money. I mean, he's definitely fine, for sure. But right. like, it also shows, like, that is, like, dark. It's almost like something from, like, a Will Ferrell movie, where it's like, you have to relive yeah. your glory days as this fucking... People come up to you on the street, say the shit. thing, yeah. say the thing. Yeah. Say the thing. Um, but, I don't know. It's... I, I'm almost overwhelmed <laughs> with thoughts about this movie, because it's such a... Roast Justin Bieber, Wow. That rocks. Ron Burgundy roast Justin Bieber. How yeah. recently did that happen? Oh, that was 2018. Uh, wow. th- that was another thing I did because in, in preparation, part of the podcast uh, plugging for him, he went. He did a late night circuit. He was mm-hmm. on Colbert. Uh, a I few, think I, a rem- few I remember seeing some of this. When I first discovered this. I as saw Ron him. Burgundy, yeah. he roasted Justin Bieber as Ron Burgundy. I watched the whole thing. There did was, you laugh? No, I didn't. I was very Did sad. anyone laugh? Yeah, I mean, um, a bunch of people in the audience were laughing. Snoop Dogg wow. was laughing. Like, he was, you know, he was doing, he was saying words in the cadence of jokes yeah. in front of an audience. Yeah. And I think were... that's all you need sometimes. It's like, if you have, <laughs> but also with something, with some character like this, where like people are just like, it becomes this reaction where it's like, you say the funny line in that cadence and people laugh, I guess. Yep. And I think in a big enough audience, it just spreads and people just are chuckling and giggling and. I think there, there's a, it's just so silly that people are just like, look, he's playing this over-the-top character and speaking funny. That's just funny inherently. But why would Ron Burgundy roast Justin Bieber? I have so many fucking yeah. questions. For a character, for like a someone that's supposed to be ripped out of the 1970s, it doesn't make a ton of sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's but that, sure. that's the, the that's where we are now. Yep. We're a just 15-year-old like, movie character is roasting Justin Bieber. It's I can't like fully like atomize my thoughts on <laughs> it's on, too dark it's too dark that people like i don't know it's just like it's beyond the pale do people do, do these people need anchorman to not kill themselves <laughs> like yes. to not come home from like the call center job or whatever like they need they put on anchorman every single yeah. night it's and like it's take just two like, pills every night yeah it's just like they put that on and it, they just they settle and they relax and like okay i'm gonna be okay like i just need to hear <laughs> ron burgundy say his little quips Hi, here. ron burgundy <laughs> oh man what did, did we think anything was genuinely funny still some moments yeah what do you got yeah Schultz? i don't know if this moment was necessarily funny but i realized what i was in for at the beginning when the baby with like the morph mouth goes ron burgundy it's like, oh yeah, funny. yeah. He said his first words. That's pretty I was good. Like, yeah. Oh god, what am I in Classic. for now? Yeah. See, I didn't think that was funny. I didn't think it was that funny. I didn't no, think I the part. Teed him up. The the part where you thought that was funny. I, what you just said? No, I said I didn't think it was that okay. funny. Oh, I said it right okay. at the so top. You, you said that set the tone poorly for you. Yes. Is what you're saying. Okay. Oh, I said I'm okay. in for. Some well, weird I asked you what shit. you thought was funny. He doesn't want to talk about that. I don't have a lot here. The fight scene was funny to me. Fight scene's pretty good. I liked that. The, the cameos good. were cute. The man, here's yeah. the thing. All of the physical comedy in this movie is like 10 out of 10 funny, I think. Yep. So you like Ma- the visible erection? No. That's, oh, not, that that's, was too that's, problematic that, Honestly, me. I always felt weird about that. Even as a 14-year-old, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this, there's something off about this. <laughs> I don't, I don't find that. it funny. I just find it very bizarre and strange. I, I, would, I would agree with that sentiment. But the man on fire during the fight 
funny wish they didn't yeah. address it in the next scene yeah. where they said yeah. do you remember there was a man on fire because that's how over the top that scene we just did was yeah they're looking at the they're looking at the camera yeah. on that one that, that, was, funny, that right? was supposed to be funny yeah <laughs> but that's funny like the man i like shit like that i like super dark like extreme like like overly gory stuff in like a comedy setting i think is funny yeah which so i like the dog getting kicked off the bridge Luke, Luke <laughs> wilson's arm getting severed off that was pretty okay yeah that was okay. I like, yeah, I like how violent the fight is. The man on fire is good. Kicking the dog off the bridge is good. You know what else is actually fucking funny? The the jazz flute scene, not very funny, but when he steps on all of the glasses, when yeah. he, and people are going, woo, and they're cheering when <laughs> yeah. they're getting their dinner destroyed, yeah. they're breaking glass on it. I thought, it was, I, I thought the whole, that whole scene was good. It's okay. It's not the worst, but, like, when he, I, like, Will Ferrell is at his best when he's just being, like, the screaming is annoying, but when he's being just like totally manic and yeah. kind of yelling and having like a breakdown, it's probably yeah. the best case scenario for him, at mm -hmm. least in this movie. Yeah. And I do like the over-the-top physical humor stuff I thought was actually pretty good, which I think right. speaks to how bad the dialogue is because slapstick is not like an in style of comedy right, right. now. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's very like like lizard brain humor for sure yeah. you don't but, see straight comedy as being made anymore it's always for, like comedy yeah, dramas for the most part. stuff or, rooted in realism dark like, comedy yeah for sure or once a year you get like good boys which is like it's yeah. it's like kind of almost a throwback to like something from like the 2000s or late 90s where it's like a teen the super bad era com yeah the super bad but like even though like we talked about I think earlier in this those are a little bit more grounded in reality because yeah. they're not it's not this weird alternative history <laughs> yeah. like right. Anchorman is supposed to be <laughs> Where, where, where physics are defied. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the character, like, the whack, zany character-driven comedy mm -hmm. is dead because, like, oh, you yeah. know, you think about Anchorman and it has its roots in, like, Ace Ventura and, like, yep. some of the Adam Sandler stuff. I was thinking then, the same exact thing. I was thinking, like, yeah. what is the origin? Like, I feel like Anchorman is the pinnacle of that. The yeah. early 90s throughout the 90s. Yeah, it goes Ace Ventura, Austin Powers, and then it, oh, you true. sort of get, you get Ron Burgundy, but then you... It just explodes, and you get Talladega Nights. Yes. You get Semi Pro, Blades of Glory. That whole yeah. trope of Will yeah. Ferrell the cashing love guru. in. Yes, the Love Guru. Oh my god, I didn't <laughs> think of Will Ferrell though. No, but still, <laughs> that was yeah. like a, that was like a late entry for. Like, can we still make a really bad Mike Myers this, movie? Can we do it? I think that movie killed Mike Myers. <laughs> I think did he die? I think I mean, he's <laughs> not truly dead, but, but he's this, like okay, I can't do this anymore. Career-wise, do you remember him doing like anything since then? No, not really. I think he was. He played a serious role in some movie somewhat recently what, a cameo what am I fucking, or something it was right? something where he was what the f i'm never gonna think of this Schultz, yeah. look it up yeah i need to find he played like he had like one scene in a somewhat serious movie within the past like two or three years yeah because all i remember is in glorious bastards because he play, he plays a british commander okay i think oh, yeah. that's that's what i'm thinking of oh okay that that's that's what i'm but thinking even of. more recently than that maybe no, i remember something yeah just, something he was in a neo-noir thriller called Terminal in 2018. Wow. He was also in Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. Uh, he was, I think, was yeah. he, he was the manager, I think. I never saw that movie. Yeah. Okay. My dad calls Maybe me about it a lot. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, I don't probably. know. Because you watched that randomly for some reason. Yeah, I, could never I think bear you to went out. That. And Maybe, I, I had like, to go out once you said you were watching that. Watch it. Maybe my dad called you about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch this. Oh, man. Uh, what did you guys think about Ben Stiller as a... As a Hispanic man? Yeah. You thought it was problematic. I mean, I mean, they did say Spanish language, so maybe he was from Spain, so maybe he was actually a white European it guy. It could be that. But yeah. I don't think so. But Ben Stiller <laughs> himself, 
it fucking killed when I saw it the first time. Yeah. I will say that. I, I loved think, it. I think just seeing Ben Stiller when I was fourteen and you're watching a Will Ferrell joint, you're already like, "This is sick. This is fucking sick." And then, and then Ben Stiller shows up. Yeah, in your Will and you Ferrell got the movie. visible erection. Yes, yeah. for sure. Well, take it up. Take it up on that because the I wanted to show my girlfriend the Anchorman two fight scene because they take that entire vibe. And they put it to a whole nother level because <laughs> I need to see that. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like an eight minute scene, and basically, like you know, they're walking through Central Park, and mm-hmm. then like he gets into a fight with. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember everybody who's who's in West it. West Mantooth. It's it's not West Mantooth. It's beyond <laughs> that. MTV News comes. It's led by Kanye okay. West. ESPN comes. It's led by. Uh, Wait, is it? So Anchorman. I, I saw Anchorman two once, and I don't recall a single thing about it. it yeah. It's set in modern day. It's it's set yeah because he he's like like it's after he gets like the big like the, the biggest news job in the world yeah he goes blind at one point in the movie I don't know if you <laughs> wow. remember that. I, don't, I don't remember anything but wait do it's they travel so through bad. time or no, you're it's, just it's like the Simpsons he's where just you, old they're the same age twenty years later somehow right and it's just no not he, he's 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 older in the movie oh, but okay. it's not like visibly like he's not like gray or anything yeah. like that he just sort of like you know because that would have been like thirty years later yeah, <laughs> yeah you know it's it's the, the timing the doesn't 40. work yeah. But, Those um, dudes would it would have been in like their seventies if we yeah. were being real about it. John C. Riley shows up as the ghost of Stonewall Jackson for the History Channel, <laughs> and, and the History Channel is they, they they say that history is just the news that happened a long time ago. And at one like point that. during this giant battle, Steve Brule's ghost goes over and sucks out the soul of of another anchor man. It's I don't know. It's it's That's ridiculous, funny. but it's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, John C. Riley kills See, it always you it's know? the cameo thing just yeah. seeing yes. him made me happy that's the thing in anchorman all of like the best characters are like the cameos for the most part vince fawn is like pretty funny as yep. this i like the the thing is they have some bits that are actually pretty good like the the basically like greaser gang vibe <laughs> that yeah. that news team has where yeah. they're bouncing the ball kneeling down <laughs> and then they have the bikes and they start circling on them like yeah. that physical shit and like just like random goofiness is pretty good yeah, and yeah. it's weird good because bit. It, like Vince Vaughn is pretty good. He plays this character well. Like he tries, he does this. It's effectively funny as this like over the top comedy villain. But then you have Will Ferrell who just sucks so bad, and it feels like he's just read all of his lines one time, screamed them. Yeah, screamed them <laughs> in this goofy out. voice. He didn't even try to develop this voice. Like he just, you know, I do this. I, I lower my voice and I enunciate and like. <laughs> yeah. That's peak comedy, I guess. Yeah, it's it's the same thing that makes like Step Brothers work so well. Is yeah. that like you know this yeah. like gang rivalry is like something that like a bunch of eighteen year olds would do, <laughs> yeah. but you're watching grown men like yeah. get into like you know like tiffs with each yeah. other. It is pretty yeah. good. The, the rivalry stuff is pretty good. I like that Tim Robbins shows up, a very yeah. like Random. serious. Yeah. 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 He just shows up as the public radio guy. That's pretty good. I thought Luke Wilson actually wasn't very funny. I don't know what he's trying yeah. to do, but he's not good at like Bland. playing. Like Luke Wilson ends up in comedy movies, but he's not usually like the laugh riot type of guy. He's usually like the straight man. Yeah, he's killing yeah. himself to Elliot Smith. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or he couldn't get Owen. I guess he yeah, was booked. Too booked up for that. I don't know. It was the movie was a trip for sure. It was interesting. I felt less. The Portlandia guy is in it too. Oh yeah, he plays another, another white Spanish guy. Yeah, another he's white actually, is that Burgundy? He is actually like Cuban though. Is I he? Think. Oh. Okay. Well, then there you go. That that character was decently funny for what it was. Yeah. yeah. And it I, wasn't even if he was is white. Like it wasn't really offensive. Like he wasn't right. mocking 
like a Cuban guy, you know, <laughs> he was just doing like kind of what a Cuban American dude would sound like, yeah. I guess. Running but, a jazz club. I feel less terrible after watching this movie than I, th- I felt like I, I, you know, should feel. Exactly. That's where I'm yeah. at. If I had, if instead the instruction was to watch Dude, Where's My Car? Yes. I would come in here feeling like I got, I got hit by For sure. a said <laughs> car. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, that's a... I don't know. Comedies are just like I used to exclusively watch comedies up yeah. until like I was like, eighteen years old or something like that. Like all I sought out was this type of movie. But now I have we like them. now I have this like aversion. I, they were just such a I don't know. Comedy almost seems to hold up the worst. Oh, d- yeah, out of totally. Every Definitely. genre of movie. Even like I'll take like bad special effects and low budget on like a sci-fi or a horror or something th- over this. Like I don't know. It just well, comedy feels like up. almost the only movie genre that has evolved over time really because yeah you sort of shape the jokes to reflect the culture really yeah exactly that's, yeah that's, that's, i think that's that's must it. be it is the fact that culture shifts and comedy like is definitely the most like tied to current yeah culture yeah, exactly. well people love charlie chaplin rolling laughing hysterically and it's like it's not really that, was, that, that, was like that the, funny. That was the like, damn, that guy is so fucking funny back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also... Well, it was revolutionary about, at the time, you got to think. Yeah. That was the birth of slapstick, I think. Damn, this MF have me in stitches. But that doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> this, this MF I Charlie don't know Chaplin. if it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot working against the Hitler mustache, which True. 20 years later they found out, oh, that wasn't the best choice. Black and white. Black that was and white. pre-Hitler, though. That's what I'm saying. So but then post, the post-Hitler, people were like, oh, it's Charlie Chaplin sure. guy. Yeah. Tough to look at him now. Yeah, not a good look, yeah. literally. <laughs> uh, but people thought Airplane was like the funniest movie yeah. ever. Airplane might still be kind of funny. I don't know. We would Airplane? Would, it's it, just, uh, it's dated now, obviously. Yeah, I think, but Airplane is just like this movie, though. I don't really see yeah. like any difference for the most part. Airplane, I guess, is even more... Silly. Of like the silly, like total farce, I guess. Oh, but yeah. like to me, it's like it's definitely the same fucking movie. What was your least part. favorite scene? I don't know. It's tough. Like <laughs> honestly, anytime it was just like Will Ferrell heavy, where we're just supposed to be laughing at the things he's saying, like yeah, glass our, case of emotion. Yeah, that shit sucked pretty bad. I thought. Yeah. Uh, when we watched that, like he said that, and Andy was like, "Oh, that's where that comes from." <laughs> just, there was a lot of like, "Oh, this is where that comes right. from." Right. Oh, I'm kind of a big deal. But look, that speaks to like it, and you said. Andy had never seen this. Yes, but and you knew the quotes. You said you haven't even seen all of it. I don't far, think so, so. Like, but like you know these fucking quotes because fucking monsters you work with and like have to go to yep. like Seven yeah. Eleven to stand in line with turn around and say like, "I'm kind of a big deal. I love land." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like it plays on a loop around yes, you as you go through your day to day. I've got another sound clip. What do we got? Give me a second, because it has it has to do with another with another uh, quote. All right, this is a minute, but everybody has their favorite Anchorman scene. What's yours? I really laugh when Will Ferrell says milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I just because I remember when he did it. Yeah, and it was so surprising. Yeah. It was so surprising. <laughs> because. We all left the shot as the group were all leaving, and, and we all walk right past camera, but Will is standing there, and he's supposed to be yelling at us down the street. And I remember Steve Carell and I standing right there, and Will is right here yelling things out. He's just making things up. And he just took a swig of milk and said, milk was a bad choice. And I just remember looking at Steve Carell, and he and I looking at each other, like trying not to to ruin the take to laugh because it was your thoughts 
That it's funny he says that because half the movie seems like it's improvised on the spot. Like I mean, it definitely. Like no you watch the like ending, lies. and they're just they're just blurting out these like attempts yeah. at these lines. Yeah. But honestly, Paul Rudd sounds like he's being the most passive aggressive asshole in that quote. Just gritting through his teeth. <laughs> yes, like it literally sounds like like he was so funny. We were trying hard not to laugh. Like, <laughs> why are you yeah. asking about this? <laughs> oh man, yeah. What do you think, Milk? What do you think is the number one? Quote that you hear the most from this fucking Ooh. movie. The rich mahogany one is big. <laughs> kind of a big deal is yeah. Milk is a bad choice is, is pretty pretty up there too. I think yeah. I love lamp. I love, I love lamp. I love lamp might be there's the biggest. There's different types of people. I feel like that different that lines and on like that. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. there's you know the dude Mike. We used to work with Redhead, yeah, who nice I've Mike. mentioned a few times on this podcast because he is like the guy for all of this shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he is a milk is a bad choice guy. He'll shout that out even when he when he's drinking like one of his stolen beers that he would stash <laughs> from work. He'd take a swig of the beer and say, "Milk was a bad choice," and then look around and someone would be like, one of the like the the immigrant kids would be like, "What." What is that? What are you saying? And they'd be like, Anchorman, you've never seen Anchorman? Come on, bro, dude. And then, bro, then he'd see, pull up the movie and make yeah. him watch a half an hour straight of the movie. Yeah. YouTube clip guy who yes. pulls you in to make yeah. you watch things is, big, but is like, big on these quotes. That type of dude who like is a nerd but doesn't realize he's kind of this fucking dork. He thinks he's like a cool, epic, manly man type of person. Like a knife man of, guy. Yes. Man of the culture. Like I think that type of dude kind of resonates with Ron Burgundy. They don't quite see it as goofy as it is and they think like... He's actually like this cool dude. <laughs> yeah. who I kind of resonate with. He's this classy, cool, like Manly. like yeah, like, like alpha male watch, type of dude. Like the Sopranos and be like that Tony guy. Is there, he's really taking care of <laughs> yes. business. He's, yes. He really got his house in People order. People do this with everybody though. Like look at Ron Swanson. Yeah, but like but he's Ron like a model Swanson for a living. is a bit more lovable. He I is, but it. I think there's also like there's like redeeming narrative qualities like, to Ron, Ron Swanson. Yes, but there's a narrative there where it's like you're not meant to live like this. Yeah, it's like, obviously an exaggeration. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's supposed yeah. to be like an exaggeration for sure. But but then on the other side, I think there's like the the I'm so random like type of person who they think the Steve Carell shit is like peak funny. And I think there is like this two separate types of people who latched on to different parts Characters. of this fucking movie, but yeah. they're both equally like gross and like I don't know. There's wrong. the Pua guy for that that, that that takes it from uh, you know Paul Rudd. Yes, you know, the, yep. like, like the Sex Panther shit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. What'd you think? What'd you guys think of the Sex Panther bit? Let's walk through that. That was pretty memorable. I time. liked. It was kind of funny when they were commenting about the smell and mildly funny. Some of it was. I think the reactions were funny, but then the dialogue isn't funny when it's so forced. It smells like a diaper filled with Indian food, which is like that's the grossest thing you could think of was right. Indian food. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's. I think it's catering to people that's who the only eat section. McDonald's. Like it's like oh yeah, Indian food. That's so far. Oh, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, curry. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Exotic. What, ba- what, what about bacon though? Like I don't know. It's I did like. I'm not gonna lie to you. That smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was funny. That's okay. But the thing, the yeah, lines that keep, hit were keep like punching it up. Yes, there were the least complicated, not compound swear bullshit yes. things. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought, 
again with that scene the physical stuff was kind of funny when they're spraying him down with the hose mm-hmm. and like that was funny and even like he comes back all wet yeah i liked when he's walking away and, and he goes still wet oh, in the oh what's that smell like that's pretty funny <laughs> like <laughs> the, the stuff that's not supposed to hit that good in this movie is the funniest parts about this movie. Some right. kid that I went to high school with would just walk walk by people and just and just do the what's that smell bit. So I, I really do like that like very subtle like yes. thing that someone just threw in there that just got left like should have gotten cut but yeah, just like yeah. somehow made it and it's For just sure. like you know that's funny. Yeah, definitely. Still somehow. The the funnier stuff in this movie is it's like all, the It's all it's all in the secondary characters, I feel like, or yeah. tertiary characters even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. Like yeah, the main characters suck and are unpleasant for the most part. And, like, it's, it's too much. It's weird to be. This is supposed to be a stu- super goofy, stupid movie, but, like, it definitely exists in this old, weird world that's not that long ago, but also feels like a very long time ago. It feels so long ago. Which is why it's weird that people are still, like, desperately latched on to this yeah. movie. Can one of you explain the humor of the afternoon delight scene to me? I think it's just that it's was random. a popular song in the seventies, and again, yeah, I think it's just like that's so They're fucking random. Song. Oh my god, yeah. so random. That's so random. Yeah, yeah. I, random humor was huge in the yep. mid two thousands. Yes, for I, sure. Everyone on their MySpace would write like, "I'm so random." Yeah, yeah. What I have a question for y'all. What do you think you'd think of this movie if you had to see it? Like, if you saw it for the first time, you you. Granted, it would be impossible to avoid hearing the reference in the shit. But if someone was like <laughs> Anchorman, like seriously, it holds up. Like someone at work is like, "It's you've never seen Anchorman? Yeah. Go home tonight, watch it. I have it on. I'll lend it to you. I have it on Blu-ray." And they, you go home and you watch it for the first time. What do you think you would think of this movie? Mm, I don't know. I think this is pretty stupid, and it must not have been reviewed very. Well, I think I would understand that it was of the time. Yeah. I think if I had seen all of the other similar movies, I'd be like, okay, it's just one of these. But I'd just be like, I'm an adult. This just is not for me yeah. at this right. point. Yeah. Everything I got from it was just, you know, pure nostalgia yeah. comedy. Right. So it, yeah. So I'm just like, I remember this. It was nice to be this young and not have problems and <laughs> diarrhea from and squatting. Not a filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think... I hadn't seen it from front to back in so long or kind of at all that I think this is the closest I could get to that. So I think it would probably be similar where some of the -the over-the-top physical stuff and violence would maybe be funny, but then I would be, like, super annoyed the entire time with the dialogue. Yeah, like, because that's all we were just talking about. That's how all comedy is, really. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I missed all the 80s stuff. I wasn't, like, I wasn't watching, you know... I don't know if Caddyshack is 80s. Animal House. Animal yeah. House. Caddyshack, Caddyshack was, yeah. Yeah, Groundhog Day was 90s. But, like, yeah. all the Bill Murray stuff, like, you know, he's fine. But I just... For sure. The comedy <laughs> doesn't hit me. Those types of, of comedies are in, like, they're a step up as far as seriousness goes. Yeah. They're not, like, they're still goofy comedies, but they're not the, the like... Like you said, Ace Ventura, Billy Madison, like, Austin Powers. Those Those are just, like, I don't know. Those are just movies you can't dedicate time to watching. Like, you can't waste an hour and a half, two hours of your life watching a movie that, like, empty. Like, yeah. just void yeah. of substance. Ace Ventura would actually be a pretty good sample for me to ha- respond to this question yeah. because I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I, I don't recall the wow. details. I've that's yeah. seen it a lot of times when I was younger. I haven't seen it recently. Yeah, That's another dude that it's just, like, watching Jim Carrey, who I've already said, not a big fan of overall. 
You do hate we him. We bring him up every episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I think watching him play the Ace Ventura character, I would be like, damn, I am fucking exhausted. I think I would need to take a break halfway through and be like, I need to rest my head. This is so exhausting There's watching a, this dude. A cannibal corpse yes, cameo. There is. In, uh, That's pretty good. And yeah. then there, then that, that brought on all of these classic rumors that like, oh, did you know Jim Carrey is actually super into death metal? Look, he, <laughs> yeah. he, there's Cannibal Corpse. And then he mentions Napalm Death in some interview, but he doesn't mention it as if he actually knows anything about it. He's like, oh, I heard about this band, Napalm Death. And he does this very like, like poorly, like, I don't like someone who seeing this from an outsider's perspective. Did like, you know that he was, I mean, I don't, I don't want to step on your big nah, ear, but like, this is an actual story. He yeah. was at the American Nightmare reunion show. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that was a thing <laughs> from like from like Ryan Gosling, Ryan, Gosling. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Gosling stage dive to American Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not just some kid with like a with like a like a nice haircut. Yes, yeah. no, I remember it was yeah, it was Ryan Gosling. I feel like there were other celebrities where it's like, oh my god, you see Danny DeVito grab the mic during the Hope concert. <laughs> <laughs> this was like a weird weird thing that people. Would, I think it was perpetuated by people who genuinely. We're convinced they saw it, and then people on like the B nine board yeah, would like people. would like yeah would just fucking yeah. like mock it and stir like the pot with that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was pretty good. That's a hilarious bit. It was a pretty good bit. Every yeah, that was during an era where we we thought every celebrity was secretly a hardcore person. It's because yeah. that was during trash talk, and they knew the guys from Workaholics. Yep, and yeah. I remember that was the thing. Was like, oh my god, like everybody's into hardcore. This is so cool. Yeah. I actually <laughs> did see Blake Anderson at Sound and Fury. Did you? Yeah, he, 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 he was watching the Young Gov set. Nice, That's sick. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, the, the, I, that was an, a specific genre of like giving validity yes. to the, stu- <laughs> the stupid thing that you like, where the guys hit each other with trash cans. Yeah. It's like, oh no, there's actually celebrities that like this. Yeah, so. no, it's cool it's different <laughs> but yeah, i don't know i have a final thought on character thought? driven comedy what do we got walk hard was really funny pretty pretty walk okay. hard kicks ass watched we it. watched it recently yep. and i still laughed but you know what's good about walk hard is it actually mocks like a real stereotype the thing with these will ferrell movies is i get the bit where it's like they're taking you i i realized this even at 17 when i saw like the third one i was like okay i see what they they take a thing that most people don't see as like this super serious thing like the ice skating movie or the nascar thing it's like yes those are there are people in those worlds who are professionals but like they're not considered household name yeah. rock stars you mm-hmm. know for the most part they're right. kind of niche but the, the what they're trying to do is make them seem like they're the biggest people in the world and that's half the joke is like oh an anchor man is actually a national celebrity yeah. that everybody likes but like it's not like a real stereotype so it's like you're kind of making up the joke, I guess. Like, yeah. where Walk Hard is like mocking these tropes in like yeah. rock and roll and like music and shit. And like, some of it is pretty funny. And also, John C. Riley is way funnier than Will Ferrell. Agreed. Yeah. Just, he's amazing. He is Much good. Much better actor. Yes. The agents kill me. <laughs> the Jewish agents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> <Yes>. Ohio. <laughs> Schultz, have good. you seen that one? Yeah, I thought it was really bad at the time. Well, Rewatch it, it. Wow. revisit it. I think it's on Netflix. There are good bits. But... I'll have to say this, and I, you already know what I probably am going to say is the only decent Will Ferrell movie from this era is Semi Pro. I will never forget the noise you made <laughs> the first time that we we saw the movie in theaters and uh, the scene where the he like, lets a bear in yes. into a cage on the court at halftime I and think... the bear escapes. I've I, like never heard a, a better like like a, like a crazier laugh. I was just re- I think I was just ready for a big laugh and <laughs> that just hit me right. Perfect. Yeah. It was wow. Good. I didn't know you even liked that movie. I don't. I haven't Semi-Pro seen it in a while. But Semi Pro, it strays from this formula a little bit where it's less 
insanely goofy. Like it's there's yeah. actually like a okay somewhat interesting story in yeah. there. Woody's in there? Yeah, Woody Harrelson who is like a good oh. actor is the of the washed up basketball player and he has this like like some of it is super goofy but like it's more grounded and it's more yeah. like watchable. It's not just cuz the thing with these super goofy comedies you just get fucking annoyed by them. Exactly. Where yeah. semi pro there's there's brief like breaks from that where you're actually watching a story mixed with some comedy. I don't I don't know. Like it's still a fucking goofy movie. But. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like you know C tier or whatever. But yeah, it, like I, I haven't watched it enough to have like yet that opinion, but I, I do remember funny bits. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Like I'll have to. Watch uh, you it. don't need to run out and watch it, but like <laughs> for that type of movie, it's probably one of the more rewatchable ones because it's not yeah. just grading gotcha. the whole fucking time. Episode two hundred and twenty-five. Yes, that, we'll, we'll, we'll do okay. semi-pro. But uh, I don't know. This was kind of a bit of a clusterfuck here, but. I think that works. I think we all like it's a hard movie to slice and dice because right. like it's kind story, of a linear story, yeah, but but it doesn't matter, you know. Right. It's not like yeah. you don't watch this movie for the story. The story they probably wrote the story at the end after they wrote all the lines yeah. and like how can we cram all of these goofy fucking one liners? Right. I think that's my biggest thing. I kept thinking is like, damn, like comedy people like, wrote these lines and read these back to each other and said like. That's funny. Like, that is so funny to say Great Odin's Raven or whatever the fuck else. Like, they all blur together. They're all just... Yeah. And also, if you said any of those lines not in the Will Ferrell, Ron Burgundy voice, they would be absolutely... You'd be like, wait, that was supposed to be a joke? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just... Did you happen good. to notice there were two narrators too? Were there? No. There's a main guy, but then like Virginia Corningham or whatever her name is comes in. Corningham. Virginia Corningham. Yeah, that's her name. Wait, she she, she starts narrates, narrating. Yeah, does she? Well, like they, her her backstory. Uh, I guess there's a voiceover. Yeah, Bill Curtis from Wait Wait Don't Tell Me is the narrator of oh, the entire story. Yeah, uh, and then there's a there's an on screen introductory. It is crazy how many narrators they brought to the thing <laughs> yeah. because I, I I was like. I know Bill Curtis from NPR, so I was like, wait, is he in the movie? But no, there's a different narrator who like, does like you know, the announcement for when the news program starts. But right. then there's an overarching like movie narrator, mm-hmm. and then oh. yeah, she steps in. <laughs> yeah, to give her own backstory. I didn't notice. Schultz, you, I feel like you have a beef with narration in general. Do I? Well, you, I remember you, well, you your recent Goodfellas watching for the first time. You're like, oh, yeah. well, there, I don't like the narration. Like, I never like that. Not big on it, usually. No. That's weird because, like, like don't films. you like Martin Scorsese movies in general? Yeah. And you know that every single one of his movies has a, narr- has a narrator. Yes. Maybe there's something about it. I don't know. Wolf of Wall Street, he's... Leonardo DiCaprio is narrating himself the whole fucking no, movie for that, four that, hours. That seemed to fit better for some reason. I don't know. What can you do? Any parting thoughts about the movie? Any final thoughts? Mm. It's sad that if you Google best comedy movies... Is that, did you do that? This uh, comes up? Yep. I think that's exactly why I wanted to do this. And like, It's in the canon. Yes. Whether we like it or not. That, that's why I wanted to do this, and that, I guess, proves it. Like it, This has just been deemed... One of the best comedies, and it's kind of fucked up. But I don't know. I I don't know what else there is to say. Comedy is a weird thing. Uh, what are dog. your favorite comedies? What? What are your favorite comedies? But th- I'm gonna sound like some fucking like nerd loser. But like, I feel like I 
my favorite comedies are fall into like the more comedy drama, comedy drama or dark comedy, like the Modern. Big Lebowski and like yeah, but Big Lebowski Fargo. is considered one of the best yeah. comedies of all time. So it, I think for it's sure. okay. But that's that's overplayed by a different type of dude for sure. But like <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the thing about Film that movie guy. is it's just like yeah, for sure. But it's like it's uh, that's like that's like that's college us. dorm room poster guy. <laughs> yeah, but like but Anchorman is too. Yeah, for sure. But it's like a different. I feel like Anchorman skews more towards the normal guy, and I feel like Big Lebowski guy thinks he's like an intellectual yeah. or something. Yeah. But I I don't know. I like, I like that that the Coen Brothers are hit or miss for yeah. me mm-hmm. overall. But Fargo, Big Lebowski is really good. Um, I like like the informant. Like I like that kind of like dark. Yeah. comedy where it's not it's not supposed to be like a laugh riot fest the whole movie subtle it's, yeah it's more of just like amusing but it also has like an interesting story too yeah for sure but I, I the thing is I like a good fucking character that's maybe even a little bit over the top but when there's definitely like a line to be drawn there it has to be based in kind of reality yeah. like a slightly exaggerated version of reality I don't know yeah but slapstick is dying Slapstick, yeah, I guess it is dying. Well, the thing is, Slapstick is all now just like YouTube and TikTok and fail comps and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They really, it's, it's they, moved into really different worked, mediums. Well, they've worked it into 10 seconds because yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, this is what, this is. they've found the essence of what makes it funny. Mm-hmm. And instead of giving it like, you know, a million dollar budget, they're just like, oh, I'll just do this in my backyard. I'll just push my grandmother down a flight of stairs. Put her on TikTok. Grandma, are you okay? Yeah, and that's the end. Yeah. yeah. America's funniest home TikToks. Yeah, I mean, well, comedy in general, I feel like, has shifted, at least for, like, I feel like good comedy, you know, we sound like such, oh, I sound like such a fucking (laughs) weird nerd, probably, but, like, I feel like good comedy kind of is, like, podcasts and shit like that now, for the most part. Like, I was never big on stand-up, but I feel like the closest thing I like to stand-up is, like, podcasts, for the most part, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, a couple people riffing riffing and talking, but, like, I don't know, there's just something about that format that really works. But even that stuff has a shelf life, because, like... I saw the other day, um, it, 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 it went, it made the rounds because of how fucking bizarre it is. But Dennis Leary, yep. pe- pe- people like to riff on Dennis Leary's yes. stand-up style because he, <laughs> you know, he likes to rant, like finding stuff from like 20 years ago where he's ranting about like yes. Starbucks cups and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It's oh, very yeah. funny. I've heard those bits for but sure. But he's still doing them. So I saw mm-hmm. one the other day, it's like, you know. Once they figure out this uh, COVID nineteen vaccine, they need they'll need a new one for pumpkin spice. <laughs> and I was just like, like oh, it's wow. he's literally doing the same thing. Wow. Exactly. So it's just like putting twenty twenty into like a nineteen ninety eight format, and I'm and I, with like yeah. a two thousand eleven repl- topic. Yes. He's replacing like, mocha choka soy boy latte <laughs> with pumpkin spice and COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like it's so funny to just have a template and stick oh, it it's in a and word replacer. Exactly. I mean, I guess that's what Ron Burgundy, Will Ferrell's doing. It's like you know, yeah. I had I, this. Whenever I did this, it killed it. Fuck it. If they're gonna Let's pay me to yeah. do that, I don't have to fucking hire a team of new writers. I'll just say the same shit over and over again. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I will say when when you texted me to watch this movie, mm-hmm. I was watching uh, the Seventh Seal, which okay. is this movie from 1957. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a Swedish art house film. It's wow. like supposed to be like one of the best movies of all time. This then, seems like a good double it's, it's feature. It's kind of horror movie. Yeah. Someone plays death. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it it's more of an existential terror movie than I saw it in a graveyard a couple of years ago. Wow. Oh, it's good. Wow. <laughs> Were you alone in a graveyard watching it? He was, no, he was in a plot. I was with my partner on your portable DVD player. No, it was like it was there was a showing. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I was like halfway through and I got a text. You want to watch Anchorman for a podcast? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's a good palate cleanser after that. I yeah, 
You went fucking deep, though. You watched the sequel and you listened to an episode of the Ron Burgundy <laughs> That's podcast. That's impressive. I, I didn't know what we were doing here today, okay. to be honest. Fair um, so yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't really ex- give any kind of premise. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want to just watch the movie yeah. and, not, and not have content to bring if yeah. it was like we're going in the Facebook comments of Ron Burgundy and stuff yeah. like that. But... Yeah, I, I had time. I had time, as the kids say. For but sure. Do I didn't we... watch. I didn't watch all the sequel. I just watched the fight scene on okay. YouTube because I remember. I, that, that's the only scene I remember from watching the sequel. Fair enough. That's good to hear. I would yeah. be worried if you went like four <laughs> or five straight hours of Ron Burgundy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you need like rehab. Yeah. I feel pretty tired after listening to the Kamala Harris uh, uh, podcast yeah. episode because it. it it sounds like a weird duality that would fuck you up. Politics aside, just the <laughs> fact, it, like, why it exists mm-hmm. is more haunting to me yeah. Than, yeah. Any, a, than anything. It is a mystery that will probably never get solved. Because, you, yeah. yeah, you probably try to spend the whole time listening to that, deciphering, like, like what are they going for? Why is this supposed yeah, well, to be funny? What's, what's the angle? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah but, you're just exhausted yourself by the end of it. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe like, she would have won if the, you know, she had gone if on she didn't do Rogan this. or something. Yeah. 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 Instead. Sure. Does anybody have any epic Facebook comments? I, I was thinking about doing that, but I didn't end up pulling it down for this. Epic Facebook comments? Like anything, you, you know, kind no. of how we usually do here, where the Anchorman oh. official page that probably still has oh. 100 million active oh, users. Sure. I, I, didn't, I didn't think to look it up. I got into the podcast reviews. I couldn't find anything. Okay. Um, except Ron is hilarious. You should interview Lizzo. Please, Ron. <laughs> uh, get Post Malone on. Uh, if you lack class, this is a podcast for you. One star. If you lack class? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Just One star. Disgusted. Um, I wonder what that person is. Or was expecting. Yeah. Like, it's weird to listen to it and, and be like, huh, this this isn't good. This isn't what I wanted. Maybe they're on, on our side. <laughs> I don't think they are because right. people on our side don't review the Ron yeah. Burgundy podcast yeah, no, they're, and they're say it's there. disgusting. You a lot class. of people were mad that he was bringing politics into Ron Burgundy. They oh, wanted him to keep wow. out of it. But yeah. <laughs> wow, that's shocking that the liberal Will Ferrell yeah. brought the Democrats. Who also into his like did that goofy George Bush thing yeah. very poorly. Like, yeah. He's. He did the entire George Bush play. Yeah. He's like. I get that he has this energy that people like. And to be fair, when I was 15, I thought he was the funniest dude in the yeah. world. But, like, he's not very good at, like, playing characters. Like, No, he's not. Very one note. He definitely, his weird bit is the same in every yeah. movie. Shines through. For sure. Yeah. Steamrolls. He, his shooting percentage is below average, I would say. Mm-hmm. But there are still golden moments. I'm thinking, uh... Ashley Schaefer from Eastbound yes. and Down. But he's way better at, like, the thing is, because he's so over the top, he's way better in these short bursts. As a role sure. player yes. in, yeah. in, in another movie. Yes. Totally. Like, like uh, old school. Granted, I haven't seen that in fucking 15 years. I want to watch that, but like, it's not streaming anywhere. I bet that is okay. I bet that still holds up better than something like this. Wedding Crashers cameo? Yes. Still good. That's not bad. He is way better as this like cameo guy because it's like yeah. we were in and out in like five minutes. Yeah. And stop screaming. We're done. We're yeah. Good, yeah. We, he'll stop screaming. That's, a, that's about as much as I can handle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's something. I don't hate the guy, I guess, like I do with Jim Carrey because he doesn't come out and try to be this like artistic fucking snob loser like yeah. Jim Carrey does. Yeah. <laughs> He's just back. To, if if Jim Carrey started doing an Ace Ventura podcast, I'd probably respect that more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not, not like, yeah, like making like paintings yeah. and you know doing this yep. bizarre art. Remember Stranger Than Fiction? Yes. 
Does that yeah. hold up? I haven't seen that. That's a good in movie. Forever. Honestly, was that, is it still wasn't good? That funny. Might be one of his better. No, it was movies. supposed to be kind of like serious. It was like a. I mean, I guess it was like a Dram- drama, dramedy, dramedy with yeah. a trippy like fantasy, fantasy angle. Fantasy angle where it tracks the, so much that you would love that movie. Of course. Well, I figured. <laughs> I figured you would like that. Any type of movie that has a fantasy-ish element like that, you're just yeah. in for. You yeah. just you're throwing a twist in there for yeah. me. I wonder if it holds up though. I think I saw that in theaters. I think I saw it in theaters. And I was. I think back then I was 16. And I think I was like, wow, Will Ferrell really wasn't funny in this. That's stupid. That That's gay. <laughs> <laughs> that was gay. You know what movie we forgot? Elf. Oh, Will yeah. Ferrell. Oh, yeah. Oof. That, that, people still like that. Yes. that I feel like Elf is actually, Elf is Anchorman more, more quoted? for like PG rated yes. moms. Yes. Yeah. People, yeah. Who people who don't swear. Yes. I feel like Anchorman <laughs> is, for, is for men. And, elf, and is for elf, the elf, yeah. elf is for moms, I feel like. Wholesome families. I guess, but they're not really wholesome because, like, the type of person who latches onto that is not like a doesn't have a good <laughs> soul for sure. I have one of the. I I, I thought I I realized one of my favorite comedies that mm. is in the same vein of your like. I'm a smart guy. I like yeah. smart guy things. It's I Heart Huckabees. Okay, it's a good. It's, I don't think it's I a good saw movie, that yeah. actually. It's it's very good. Yeah, when that came out, I was like, this is about existentialism. I'm gonna watch it because yeah. I'm a what smart. What is that one? 17. David O. Russell. Okay, and um, Jason Schwartzman works for like basically like. Uh, an environmental group mm-hmm. and uh his uh foil in it is jude law who works for basically walmart okay yeah. um but it's it, it's kind of like all over the place and like does like you know almost like art school like yeah. stuff but mark Wahlberg's in it as a firefighter yeah and okay. he's so funny that sounds Isn't pretty he good a sexy i've never seen it but i should watch no, it. no he's, he's like he's having an ex- existential uh, okay. uh crisis yes. it sounds pretty good I, I i like off mic like you know Sincerely recommend it. Right. It's it's very funny. Sounds good. It was, oh yeah, Pain and Gain. That's a good fucking comedy. Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain kicks ass. Yes. That's the that's the movie wreck of the week from yes. Brian. Yes. Everyone watch Pain and Gain and go into it with an open <laughs> mind. It's not you don't you don't go into that movie to watch it be this like bro. It's it's a play on that shit. Like, it's, it's Goodfellas yes. through Michael Bay's yes. brain. And also, yeah, it, it is Goodfellas because it's based on a real thing that happened. It's yep. not like it's fu- it's a good fucking movie, honestly. Yep. Straight up, Pain and Gain, best movie of all time. Watch it. <laughs> well, Schultz, you want to recommend something for us? Music, whatever yeah. you want, or a movie, whatever I want. Wouldn't well, that you be can either spicy? recommend movie? recommend music and recommend like your recommend favorite a- Will Ferrell movie. I was going to recommend a movie that has Paul Rudd in it. Okay, what? What Hot American Summer. Oh, Jesus. That's my favorite comedy oh, of all time. That's weird. That's just so no, it's goofy. Good. It's just so silly that, that is, I just like, can't fuck with it. That is peak it. slapstick. That is slapstick done well. I guess. I promise. Hmm. Did you like the Netflix series? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was cute. Yeah. I can't fuck with anything like that these days. I think I didn't see that movie when I was a kid, so I had no reason to like Maybe. revisit it yeah. and give Same. a shit about it. It was it was a it was a bit more underground, yeah. I think, for the time, despite the very large cast. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. What about music? Music, uh I'm gonna recommend a band called Dikembe. Dikembe. From Florida. Okay. Uh they kinda started out as like one of those emo revival yeah. like noodly bands, like kinda silly, uh funny funny guy aesthetic, but they got more serious with each album and they have a new one that's pretty good it's okay. called muck muck i'd say it's kind of like halfway between like brand new and archers of loaf mm-hmm. actually hmm. can you spell that name dikembe yes like the basketball player oh i don't know who that d-i-k-e-m-b-e is. oh yeah. dikembe yeah didn't we play with them a couple times i think so and also um their guitarist andy is uh in you blew it or uh, wasn't yeah blew it. okay so shout out Catch to him you. yeah Wow. I think they just joined forces. They're still being, huh? I don't think I've heard that name in a while. You blew it or Dikembe? Dikembe. 
yeah the, the, this album like kind of just dropped like okay. it's, i think they were like somewhat inactive gotcha. for yeah. a long time but I, yeah this is their first album in a couple of years okay. they were playing fest this year yeah remember that. yeah there it's like go. a surprise album release right. it is it is solid good like fairly serious emo they matured like, a little bit yeah it's like 90s influenced like emo indie rock type okay. stuff i'd say check that out anybody else have any recommendations no Listen to the Ron Burgundy podcast. Is it the Anchorman yeah. podcast or the Ron, Ron, Burgundy, Ron podcast. Burgundy podcast? Yeah. Listen to that. No, or, listen to this don't. podcast. <laughs> well, double, double. Obviously, okay, yeah. like listen to two podcasts: this one and Ron, Ron Burgundy, Burgundy podcast. Email us. Email us. That sounds fake. Podcast at gmail dot com. Give us five stars. Yes, please. Give us five stars, or I'll stand outside of your house with a stereo playing the Ron Burgundy podcast <laughs> twenty four yeah. hours a day. I'll rent like a van and get like a super hooked up like speaker system on yeah. the outside and just drive around your neighborhood, yep. circling your house, playing that. Like when Santa comes to town. Yes. Or the ice cream truck. Yeah, sure. yeah. Basically, it'll be an ice cream truck, but I don't have ice cream. I just play that over the loudspeaker. <laughs> Gotta say, uh, the ratio of non-movie podcast and movie podcast episodes, mm-hmm. one, like 1 to 25, pretty good. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah. I you think can, you, you can fit one in there every, every couple yeah. and not, not make it tiresome. Yeah, you okay. Have we yeah. done other movie pod episodes? This is the only one. No, right? that's why you said one to, one to twenty-five. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this we'll see how this pops off, and if yeah, it does, let maybe, us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think about this little change of pace. Yeah, and if you absolutely hate it, then I don't Tell know. Tyler, fuck you, me. and maybe we'll <laughs> exclusively do that from <laughs> yeah. now on. Just or you. if you do like it, who knows? Maybe we'll drop those Settlers of Catan episodes finally. Oh my God. We hinted at this like once Patreon before, but content. they're in the vault. Yes, me, Brian. And Schultz and our friend Mike Russo, who was also on the Boy Zone episode or whatever the fuck, yep. um, did this. What did we get? Four or five episodes in? It was three or four, yes, yeah. Where we just reviewed Chris Kattan movies. We and won't reveal it, but it had the best podcast name of all time, honestly. Why? You, you kind of trying to trademark that? <laughs> I think so. I think it was pretty clever. You don't want to review it because in case someone steals it. Exactly. And does that specific concept with it? Yes. Okay. There were a bunch of riffs on, on, on those episodes that are just like a couple years old that are just a teensy, teensy bit. Not <laughs> teensy like, David. Teensy problematic. Probably. Well, There's, what can you do? Yeah. There's nothing crass, but. No. We'll bleep it out. Yeah. We'll bring in the editors. No, no, no. What you do is you uh, do a, a voice disguise. Yes. So you can't yep. tell who's saying yeah, you can't tell who's saying but it's still <laughs> in the there. So it still hits. I just remember us like wolf whistling at Evan Mendez, I think. Probably. She's so hot. Sounds about right. <laughs> a podcast where guys talk about girls that are hot is, is also I don't remember that idea. being the main focus. I remember no, us just constantly talking about how ugly and deformed Chris Kattan was. <laughs> <laughs> there was that too. Everyone's hot in comparison yeah. to him. I mean, seriously. It really was like a... The show was just about how Chris Kattan shouldn't exist and how he's like a nightmare person yeah. and sucks at everything he does. That was your angle and then it <laughs> yeah. basically just turned into like, yeah the rest of us like trying to figure out what's going on yeah. in the movies well yeah i think it was also like all of those movies were so beyond bad like yeah. so unbearable <laughs> that like yeah it was interesting who knows maybe we'll do that yeah right in thank you guys for having yeah. me again yeah of yeah. course anytime girl. we'll have to do it again soon anytime and uh i guess that's it until next yeah. time i'll see you later Stay classy, Massachusetts. Oh, boy. That's fucking sick. What does she say? I forget. She says, uh, have a good night, you fucks. (laughs) Have a good night, you fucks. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by, Massachusetts. Yeah. I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp.